Hey. Hey. We're we're here. <laughs> we're back. We're back and better than ever. Guess who's back? Back again. Mm. Mm. That's the only that's the rest of the lyrics that I know. Oh. But uh, I know it's Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> when I put on this hood, I feel like look. You know, you look I think a little bit more like a death eater. Do I really? Man, Slim Shady. Yeah, it's because it's black and like kind of spooky looking. Oh, it's spooky? And then your glasses are also a little Harry Potter vibe, so the whole thing's just a little confusing. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Oh, this is the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to... To, to all, all the, the rom-coms, rom-coms we've, we've loved before. before. good sure (laughs) i'm christina archer i'm sarah kelly and this week we watched going the distance yeah drew barrymore and justin long jason sudeikis charlie christina applegate oh yeah that's right jim gaffigan too i think yeah yeah Yeah. also also leighton meester Oh my god, yeah. Also. <laughs> Very confusing casting. Yeah. No, I loved it though. Also, the guy from The Haunting of Bly Manor and The Haunting of Hill House. I haven't seen that those shows. Damon. I haven't seen them. Man. You haven't seen those shows. Mm-hmm. You need to fucking watch them. They're so good. But I'm they're like so scary good. things genuinely scare me. They, That's why I like rom coms. Like, they're not like scary, scary okay. though. Okay. All right. You need to watch it. I heard it was it's more emo like, scary. Yeah, yeah. It is emo scary. Yeah. It's not like jump out and scare you it's like scare you because you're a human oh i hate that so it's like black mirror <laughs> no not like black mirror okay. black mirror is terrifying and i refuse to watch it oh man i've seen so much black mirror in grad school I so far f- i refuse to watch that show for some reason every single class i'm in they're always like black mirror we're gonna watch black mirror i'm like okay oh, i honestly i can't like i think i watched one episode of it with my friends and i was like never talk to me again if you're going to continue to make make me watch this show. I was like, I'm not going to do it. I can't and I shan't. I don't blame you. I don't want to. I don't want to watch it. Is it? I don't. Is it a sign that I've been on TikTok for too long when you said shant and I was like, oh, see shanty TikTok. See shanties. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, yeah. I'm just obsessed with watching she shanty TikToks and like uh, musical adaptations of movies. You know? Yeah. I've gotten a lot of... um people writing musical numbers for Bridgerton, which is fun. It's so good. So good. And someone sent me today uh, the version of WAP, if it were sung in an Irish pub, oh which I love. Oh, my God. Also And so love. now that's, like, stuck in my head. I have the, um, I, every single day I get that sea shanty EDM remix, like, stuck in my head immediately. First 30 minutes I, of being awake, I think of it. I'm not on Sea Shanty TikTok, oh my so God. I don't know how I'm, this happened to me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of pleased <laughs> that I'm not on it. I don't feel like I need that energy. Maybe it's because I like low key, well, like high key, low key. You know, my first celebrity crush was Matt Damon, right? We've talked about this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like the New England, like white man. Yeah. Vibe that makes sense. That I'm just. Uh-huh intrinsically attracted to yeah that makes sense for you thanks yeah my brand for me it just makes me think of suffering <laughs> that's how i feel christina <laughs> that's how i feel 
That's also your brand yeah. suffering. Yeah, and wearing sweaters. <laughs> yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, you guys, I got to tell you, I was watching uh, Going the Distance today while I was going through some very dramatic uh, calls with an airline who will not be named. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so I was a little in and out of it. I mean, I still got the main point, but there was a lot of pausing to yell at people mm, mm-hmm. and FaceTiming my mother and uh, other things like that. So if I don't seem like I am on it in the plot department, which, you know, I always am. That's why. Was this your first time watching this movie or have you seen it before? I had seen it a long time ago. Right? I saw I think we I think I saw it when it came out too. Yeah. But like since then it did not ever cross my mind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so Like um, I kind of feel like maybe I only ever saw trailers of it. Oh, really? So you don't think you saw and the movie? I, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. Cuz it's like it's so familiar uh-huh. to me, but I'm like is it familiar because I've seen all the graphics before? And I know Justin Long and know Drew Barrymore. Or is it familiar because I've actually seen it? Because all of those rom-coms with them just feel the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. But I watched it today. Yeah. I I hear you. Okay, interesting. I definitely think I watched it when it first came out because... I would have, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would have watched Justin Long, Drew Barrymore yeah, rom-com. I would have, too. When it first, like, in 2000, what year did this come out? 2011? 2010. 2010, yeah. 100% I would have I mean, watched that I was, like, a freshman in high school in 2010. Freshman and sophomore. Yeah. That's the peak, so I, like, movie-going years to rom-coms. Yeah, and I, like, would have seen it. Yeah. But then again, maybe my sister wouldn't give me a ride. Mm, true. So... Who's to say? Who's to say? I would have either seen it in theater, like with a group of friends, or I would have seen yeah. it on DVD, like Redbox or something, you know? Did they even have Redbox then? If it wasn't Redbox, it was Blockbuster. But I think no, it was... They didn't have Blockbuster then, did they? The Not in high school. The In 2010, it was definitely Redbox, yeah. I didn't think they had Redbox or Blockbuster at that point in time. Really? Oh, maybe it was when Netflix was sending DVDs. <gasps> yes. Okay. That might. Oh my that God, actually I might be that. it. It's either that, that was definitely early high school. Yeah, early high school, Netflix was sending you DVDs. I feel mm-hmm. like also we were because we, we were big Redbox people. My mom and I after post mm-hmm. Blockbuster. Netflix. My mom loves Redbox. Netflix could have been a contender too. Anyways, I just feel like I would have watched it. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. in 2010, I was definitely getting DVDs from Netflix. Mm, love that energy for us. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to go ahead and do this plot then? Yeah. Okay, you got yeah, it. go for it. Here we go. So, nope, his name is not Bartleby Gaines. That's from Accepted. I just watched Accepted last week, also oh. starring Justin Long. So hopefully this doesn't, like, get me confused. Wait, what's funny is, like, I've been watching New Girl again. Yeah. And he's in, like, season one and two as Ginslinger. Wait, so is he, like, That's a love interest? Or is he a- Yeah, he's, like, one of Jess's boyfriends. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow, I completely blocked this out of my memory. Oh, like, my I've, God. I haven't watched New Girl in so long. And, like, my sister came in when I was watching one day, and I hadn't even, like, registered what his character's name was. And she goes, ah, oh, Ginslinger. And I was like, how did you know what that Like, I can't even remember that. I've never but seen the show, so I don't understand the references, but that's cool. You've never seen it? No, I, like, just 
watched the first episode and I was like, eh, the vibes are off. So then I never watched. You should keep watching. It's on Netflix now. So it gives us a good something for in the background. I mean, I like you know? that guy, Jake Johnson. I like him as mm-hmm. an actor. He's good. It's actually really funny. It's given me a lot of laughs. Maybe it's uh, like one of it's recently. a slow burn, you know, like it's not. I don't know. I've really I've really zoomed through it. Well, I yeah. slow burn as in like I didn't like the first few yeah. episodes, but I'll like get it's into like it. Shit's Creek in that way. Yeah, yeah. She's people yeah. really did not like the pilot of Shit's Creek. It's, but it's objective. Here we are today. Yeah, it's huge the, fans. The pilot, the first season, really isn't like even. I disagree. Oh, really? You like the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, from start to finish. Yeah. No, I didn't like the first episode that much. Oh, <laughs> um, but then I was like, I'm invested. These people are nuts, and I love them. That's true. That's true. Um. Anyway, yeah, informal okay. synopsis. It, let's go. Here we go. Justin, wait, Long- wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> Before we get started, I just want to say because we only ever say this at the end of the episode. Uh huh. Um, we have a Patreon currently have zero subscribers. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so if you guys would like to subscribe to our Patreon, it can be as little as three dollars. Um, and it's just patreon.com slash to all the rom-coms and we would be eternally grateful and you get a lot of really wonderful perks and extra content which we are recording really soon and i'm really excited about oh it's so good and and it's gonna be really timely too i'm excited you're gonna love it Um, trust me as someone creating this content specifically for you dear listener oh wow you're gonna just blow your lid it's so good yeah so just think about that. Just if it's okay if you don't want to, that's fine. We still love you. We understand it's a pandemic and things are bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all. So yeah. Hey, now for the informal synopsis. That's true. One bonus thing, though, I will say our oh, top yeah. tier level, we will meddle in your love life, which. That's true. Year round. I think that's <laughs> we're setting up a meet cute on your behalf so that you can uh-huh. have a real life rom-com. It's mm-hmm. about to be spring. I feel like spring is rom-com season. 100%. And then 100%. you get right into summer romance. And then you get into mm-hmm. fall cuffing season. And boo-bam. We, theoretically, boom. we... And then we're back to Christmas rom-coms with Vanessa Hudgens. Jesus Christ. You could... Anything can happen. I see an engagement in your future by December. Maybe. Not You're really. you going to be engaged. Well, we can do something. <laughs> we can figure out some kind of Christmas magic. We're your little elves. I'll propose. <laughs> <laughs> we're your little elves. We are. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's a great commercial. Now we're back <laughs> back into the informal synopsis. Um. Yeah. Okay. I forgot both of their names already. Aaron and Garrett. Terrible names. Right. Yes. Okay. Literally terrible names. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So. Aaron, a.k.a. Drew Barrymore, is a grad student at um, Stanford working in journalism. She's an intern for the New York Sentinel, and she's spending her summer in New York City, baby. And Justin Long, (laughs) a.k.a. Garrett, which is not... Hate. No offense to the Garretts out there, but it's like... I know. I have a very beloved Garrett in my life, but I just hate that name. I love... The people. Yeah, that's... I just hate that name. I also hate the name Aaron. Yeah, it's not a good rom-com name, to be honest. They're just... They're bad. They sound bad together. Aaron and Garrett. Aaron and Garrett. Aaron and Aaron. Yeah. You would think it would be like Harper and Benjamin, you know? (laughs) 
Harper and Benji. Yeah. Oh, Benji. Yeah. Like have a for cute sure. nickname for him. His name is like, uh, well, in accepted. Benji's the cute nickname. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's 100% anyway. true. So Aaron and Garrett. Uh, Garrett is a works at a music label where he's assigned to cutesy pop bands, but he really wants to work in rock, indie rock, man, and, and discover <laughs> the real music and share his music with the world. And, you know, like, OK, remember, this came out in 2010, everybody. All right. So, like. Keep, mm-hmm. keep this in mind. This is like the peak of when people are saying like, I like this before it was cool, but they were saying it like genuinely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Justin Long is a hipster guy. Works at a record label and they meet each other at a dive bar. And it f- turns out that Aaron is a super good. I don't know. Centipede player. Centipede player. That's and the the game, the what is it? What are they called? Arcade games? Yeah, it's an arcade game at like a yeah. dive bar. You guys get the deal. It's New York City in 2010. <laughs> Everything's artisan. It's craft beers and it's lots of death cab for cutie, probably. And <laughs> yeah, you get the vibe. You get the vibe. Um anyways, they Spend this fun, sexy night together. Charlie Day is his roommate. He's super weird. Um, Justin Long's super into Top Gun. I kind of, it's weird how, like, relatable I find Justin Long sometimes in this movie. I know. I know. It's kind of sad on my part. Yeah. I was really having a meditative, meditative moment and looked inward. Anyways, we'll keep going. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> oh god uh, he's very into Top Gun he's very into Top Gun they have sex uh, they go out she's basically like I'm only here for another six weeks and they're like okay well whatever one night stand no big deal of course not then cue the cure and then they have a love montage of the next six weeks they're having a grand old time that's like the first 30 minutes of this movie and then so they they have this great time and then she goes back to California dramatic departure and then they're like okay we'll see what happens and then they like at the airport it's awkward but then he runs into the airport at security and he's like eh, let's keep this going i guess and like they're just you know awkward white people in the airport and they decide to keep in contact and she goes back to California where she lives with her sister to finish grad school And her goal is to get a job out in New York so that they can, like, maybe be together after this last year of grad school. Um, And, yeah. And then they keep calling each other, and they're, like, Skyping. And then they kind of decide to be exclusive. And then it's... Oh, and then he comes out and visits her in California. They fuck in her sister's house on the formal dining room (laughs) table. It's an incredible scene. I wish I wrote it, to be honest. I'm jealous that I didn't. To be real, to be real, Jim Gaffigan's just there at the table in the dark eating a sandwich. Yeah. And it's maybe the best moment in comedy history. So we'll keep going from there. (laughs) They um, have this great sexcapade in San Francisco where he becomes a little jealous of one of her male friends from work. And the guy from The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah, he's hot, though. Well, Haunting of Hill House. He's in both of them. Oh, whatever. I mean. Oh, he's he's very hot. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so he's out there in San Francisco. They say, I love you, even though the Damon thing happens. Then he goes back to New York. And then I think they both kind of decide that they want to figure out like what to do next as far as their relationship because they both are like, it's not sustainable to do long distance and blah, 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 blah. And she's looking for jobs in New York, but she ends up get interviewing for this job. at Oh, she calls the only job lead she has in New York, which was her internship. And they basically said, we're literally firing people right now. So no, we can't hire you. Sorry. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then she gets a job. She interns at the Chronicle in San Francisco and she gets that job. And then boom, bam, she goes out to New York City to see Justin <laughs> Long. And... um. Oh, and then she drops this bombshell on him, and then she's like, oh, yeah, wait, before we have sex again, because we haven't seen each other in so long, I got this job in San Francisco, and then he's really pissy about it, and then they leave to go out drinking and be with their friends, where they all get, he gets too drunk, and it's awkward and she sees him with another woman that he knows from work and it's weird and then she just leaves the bar but then she comes mm-hmm. back Ooh, there's but- a lot of like back and forths that I think we missed maybe there's a lot of traveling and seeing each other and things like that yeah there's, he gets a spray tan, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's like a, a ton of stuff that happens. I'm hitting the highlights here, people. It, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, we're getting the Spark Notes version tonight. Okay, sorry. Uh, so, so yeah, and then she... So she sleeps over at her friend's house. Yeah, but then she comes back. They're in bed together. She's like... I'm sorry, or he, maybe he says he's sorry about how he acted, something like that. Maybe they just make up. Yeah, he apologizes. Yeah, they make up and they kind of just put it off as far as what they're going to do next. And they, I think. he's he's like, you make the decision. It's your job. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he says, you make the decision. And then he flies out to see her. So they can make it the decision together because he's like apologizing more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but then he gets to to California and she just says, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just move there and I'll just wait tables and then I'll see if I could get a job eventually. And then they tell his family or her family and her family is like kind of upset about it. And he was going to try to move to San Francisco, but he couldn't find any record label jobs. But the thing is, he didn't even really like working at a record label. So theoretically, he could have moved to San Francisco and just got like a shitty job for her, too. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So they decide that they're going to go live together in New York. But then he realizes, oh, you've done this before where you like have given up your whole life to follow a man. And I'm not going to ask you to do that for me. And then they break up and it's tragic and then six Mm -hmm. months pass and she's working at the chronicle and she's wearing business casual and she's a journalist baby and then all of a sudden to her house she gets mailed um this book and it's from garrett and he's been following her career and then he puts in the book 
uh, or it's like a journal that she can like write in. And he puts in the journal two tickets to this band that they saw together, the Boxer Rebellion. And she's like, sister, Christina Applegate, do you want to come with me? And Christina Applegate goes, sure. And they go to the Boxer Rebellion show and she looks to the right. And guess what? It's Justin Long. I mean, it's Garrett, but you know, same guy. And... (laughs) And Garrett's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, what's up? Christina Applegate leaves. And then he's like, I actually manage this band now. And I moved to L.A. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, I don't know what your situation is. But L.A. is only one hour away by flight. Eight hour drive. 18 hour hot air balloon. And she's like, that's true. And then they make out in the middle of this room. The Boxer Rebellion plays. Woohoo. Oh, that's not the end, though. They go back to the house. Turns out Christina Applegate is dry humping on her own formal dining room table with her husband, Jim Gaffigan. And good for them. Love it. Yeah. Because dry humping is the only way that she comes. Clear, which is crazy. But, you know, I guess it's like. A woman knows herself. Yeah. You know, she knows what she likes. But her whole hang up was that they fucked on the table. But honestly, it looked like a very sturdy table. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Spice up your life. Well, that was a, a wonderful synopsis. Thank you. I feel <laughs> like I talked a lot. It wasn't that much. Okay. Thanks. I don't think it was. I mean, it's a podcast. Um, they listen to talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel Fuck insecure you, about it. You're talking too much on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know this is for me to talk and you to not answer? I just nod in silence. That's exactly what okay. a good podcast conversation is. Uh-huh. So <laughs> here is my question, uh-huh. like, for you. Uh-huh. As someone who has been in a long-distance relationship yeah, um, and whose partner moved for them, mm-hmm. what's your opinion on all of this? Because mine... <laughs> Is that you should never, ever, ever move for someone else, when, especially when you're young. Mm. Uh, you never move for a significant other. Don't fucking do it. Um, but yeah. seeing as you've been in that position, done the opposite, and it's worked out pretty well for you. Listen. What's your opinion? I don't want to sound like a brag, right? But my boyfriend <laughs> did leave the state of Florida for me, after two, dis- okay, two years of long distance. it was also Florida. Yeah. Which is like, why wouldn't you want to leave Florida? And I will remind you, and all of you all, dear listeners, is that he graduated from UCF with a degree in sociology and had zero idea what he was going to do with his life. Like, <laughs> absolutely none. Um, had a vague idea that Love he was going to go to grad school. At one point, he was going to go into academics, like he was going to try and pursue his PhD in sociology. What? Yeah, it was. So he was like kind of all over the place at that time. Return of the Kerm to academia. (laughs) He could have been Dr. Kerm, you know? I would have hated that. (laughs) I would have too. Um, he would have been insufferable. <laughs> I have a PhD in this actually, and um, you been like, well, as Doctor Kerm talking about himself in third person wrapped, and posting some stories. Yeah, if he wrapped the sociology, like you know how they go to conferences, like when you're a doctor, I would hate it. Yeah, he would just wrap it so much. Um, huh. he would never. But anyway, shiver down my spine. Yeah, we were. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were long distance for two years. Um, I think it was great for us because we had so much like independence, which is what we wanted at the time. And mm-hmm. I think him moving to Atlanta was the right choice for us and also for him because it's like now he has a master's degree and a career. Yeah. It's not like he <laughs> has been just waiting tables and all of that. And yeah. I, you know, like I said before, I don't want to brag, but I did get him into his master's program. So <laughs> no big what? deal. Well, I just helped him with the application a lot. Oh, so you got him in. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's long distance isn't for everyone. That's for sure. He had, at the time we started dating, two of his other roommates. So he was living in an apartment with, like, four four people total, including him. And uh, two of the three roommates he had were also in long distance relationships. So that was, like, oh, yeah, it was just, like, the vibe. But all for different reasons. Like, it was people who, like, lived or maybe they dated and lived in the same city before and then one of them moved or like what a weird combination it was well it was really all the freedom that all of them wanted pretty much all the time yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know i just think it's very interesting because you were so young at the time and obviously we don't have to talk about any of this if you don't want to because it is on the podcast Mm. um but like two years is one, such a long time to date in general. Mm-hmm. I've never even dated anyone for more than for that long. And um, to do two years long distance and to do it at like age 22 is like just nuts to me. Just absolutely nuts. I feel like definitely something Drew Barrymore is into. Um, <laughs> but not so much me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that crazy. I think... Uh, you know, also a lot of people like move in with their significant others for like financial reasons. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, there's like, there was a lot of like perks of us being together, like living together oh, for course. so long, like, and having that. But like, if we didn't like each other, obviously we wouldn't still be, you know, dating yeah. at all. We love each other. But, um, <laughs> are you sure? Because I don't really feel like you do. <laughs> I mean, like, no. Um, I mean, we've been together for like six years. I would hope we love each yeah, other. Yeah, I feel like you hate each other. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. When I'm in the room with you guys, it really feels like you're both just like trying to talk to me because you don't want to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 just the, the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. So it's not that we both <laughs> love talking to you. No, I'm just kidding. You guys are always trying to talk to each other and not me. <laughs> we, what, what do you mean? When you come over, we both are like, so how's it going? Like, what's going on? I'm just kidding. That's He's very true. You guys Dave. are both like. He's asking yeah, about your you life. Guys are like, so, uh, Michael's like, uh, Tina, 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 <laughs> Tina, talk to me. Tina, I've got something to tell you. I, th- I thought of you last week and I got you the sticker. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Michael. Um... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's everything's different. Obviously, I've seen. Anyways, the only reason I brought up the roommates thing is that ni- neither of those guys are in the same relationships. But like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they've dated. Both of them broke up. Well, but also one mm. of them was in a relationship with his long distance girlfriend for a long time, like four years. They were long distance, and they broke up. Oh, yeah, that's my nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, now that we've fully discussed your long distance relationship. Let's talk about Justin Long's. Did you even like this movie, first of all? 
Uh, yes and no. Okay. I could get that vibe from you. So that's why I wanted to ask. Yeah. I did like it. Like, I enjoyed watching it. But I was also like, why did they make this movie? It's not satisfying like a regular rom-com. You know, I was just like, this is just kind of boring. And like, by the end of it, I was just kind of like, ugh, you guys are just annoying. And like, you're just... I just, like, didn't... I feel like this was not a story that needed to be told in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Mm -hmm. This is, like, something, like, you live. You live, you learn. (laughs) Or you don't. Like, I just feel like no one... Like, why would we care about this? Like, if this wasn't funny, I would have fucking hated it. Yeah, but it was so funny. (laughs) It was really funny. And that's what I liked about it. The fucking line... It was so funny. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and Charlie Day in this movie are incredible. Like Jason Sudeikis' mustache in this movie, incredible. 10 out of 10. It's I, I think it makes him so much hotter, to be real. He looks less like... Okay, I disagree. What do you mean? Yeah. His mustache is too much for me. It does not make him hotter. It makes him objectively not hot. I like it. But... Yeah, yeah but... You dated, you're dating Michael, who had a mustache for a very long time. Yeah, but Jason Sudeikis has a weird upper lip. I like his upper lip. Uh, it's too white for me. With the mustache. We have to be nice to Jason Sudeikis. He was just shunted by Olivia Wilde for Harry Styles. <gasps> I don't know what I would do if my ex dated Harry Styles. I would write a memoir about it and then, I guess, try and yeah. just make everyone. Or I'd just spread vicious lies about my ex. I think that's probably <laughs> realistically. I think that's what I do because it's like who's gonna yeah. know? Who's gonna know about Emily? Uh, what's her name? It's not Emily Blunt, is it? It's um, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, yeah. I just like it. Just I feel like it hurt all of us mm-hmm. because it was like they are dating for like seven years. She cast Harry Styles in this thing that they're making mm-hmm. and I was like she's making a play and then the news comes out and I was like Jason I'm crushed for you crushed for you I mean what do you I do just, you can't was, compete it feels like a betrayal you can't compete with us. one of the members of One Direction and he's 10 years younger than you I mean honestly it's just so rude he hasn't been on SNL in years either sorry Jason it's just I it's just so rude it's very I just, rude I can't get it feels it felt like a betrayal to like Everyone. And it's like the kids are probably One Direction fans. Like, don't they have kids together? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Rough. It hurts. It hurts. That, yeah. That's a so rough I, one. You, I mean, the mustache isn't doing it for me in this mm-hmm. in this uh role. However, any you know, he can do he does it for me any the any day of the week. Yeah, I guess mustache or no mustache. Maybe it's because when I see him without cargo the mustache. Cargo shorts or no cargo shorts. Th- with without the mustache, I see him as a cargo shorts wearing like father. With the mustache. He wore cargo shorts with the mustache though. Yeah, but that was just slobby. That wasn't a father. That was just dirty. And it was 2010. Yeah, exactly. It was appropriate to wear that back then. That's what you Ooh. you listeners need to understand about the times. Put it in put it in perspective. God. 2010 was a dark time. It, it, like okay, when she Drew Barrymore comes out wearing the bow tie like at the <gasps> I took a picture of it to send to you and I never did. I forgot. She wears Okay, listeners, she shows up to a date. Let me just look at my picture and describe it. Mhm. 
she shows up to a date with Justin Long, or Garrett, <laughs> wearing, first of all, sort of off-the-shoulder sweater, um, pink bra straps coming out, so like off-the-shoulder sweater, pink bra straps, and just a black bow tie around her neck <laughs> and her hair up because she's like the bow tie is the star of the show and it was horrifying but it was so 2010 oh it was horrible it's so 2010 it was so 2010 <gasps> i couldn't That's even imagine unacceptable. unless you're like dressing up as a playboy bunny or something or like maybe it's part of a like a cabaret mm. like you have no business wearing just a bow tie that was like with an outfit. Was her look. It was her look that night. She was like, I'm a grad student in New York, baby. <laughs> She's like, I'm 31. I'm a grad student in New York. I'm an intern and I'm wearing this bow tie. They were in their 30s in this movie? <laughs> yeah, she is 31. She says at the beginning. Oh. Because she was like, my whole life was derailed because she apparently like followed a boyfriend somewhere and then like basically i guess was like waiting tables or something and wasn't doing journalism which is what she wanted to be doing mm -hmm. um so she says like i'm a 31 year old intern mm -hmm. and i was like yes you are honey work it wear that bow tie yeah i mean you learn and you live but that's so we for some reason i thought they were like both in their mid-20s for some no. Yeah. I don't know how Maybe old he's supposed to be, but she definitely says she's 31. Maybe it's because we watch He's Just Not That Into You, and they were, like, in their mid-20s for that one. And then mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Justin Long just stops working after his mid-20s. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, said to my sister before I watched this movie, I was like, oh, we're going to watch Going the Distance. And she was like, what movie is that? And I was like, it's Drew Barrymore and Justin Long. And she was like, is it? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're you're thinking of the other one. <laughs> thinking of the other movie that they were in. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Yeah. But he doesn't end up with yeah. Drew Barrymore in that one. He ends up with... No. Uh, I said there name? weren't romantic interests in that. Yeah. I don't know her name. Jennifer but... Goodwin. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I watched Accepted uh, last week, so that's why this is also weird to me. I just saw, like, 19-year-old Justin Long. Now I'm seeing, <laughs> I, can't, I guess, 30-year-old Justin Long. Oh, I've w really watched him grown, grow up grow up over these years. <laughs> that's horrifying. He's like an older I'm brother to me, out, but not really. I'm going to find out how mm. old he was. Oh my god, he's 42. What? Am I old? Currently 42. Oh my god, am I going to... Okay. What? This is existential dread right now. He's a Gemini. That makes sense. That tracks. It does track, but I'm so shook by that. Okay, okay, wait, hang on. So he was born in 1978 and this came out in 2010. So he was 32 when this was okay. filmed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Weird. Also, Drew Barrymore, they did her so dirty with the hair. Her roots are so dark, and it's not cute. I kind of liked that color on her, though, to be honest. Yeah, but the ends it was look very so bad. Blonde. The ends look so stringy. Yeah. But I kind of liked it on her. I feel like it kind of worked for her. She's 45. 
Man, the more you learn. And what's her star sign? Why doesn't it say? Is she an Aquarius? Oh, she's February 22nd. I think that's Aquarius. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you got it. Wow. I'm impressed with myself. That's like when yeah. I knew Adam Sandler was a Virgo in my heart. <laughs> wow. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of this makes sense right now. All of this is... My worlds are colliding. Things are happening. <laughs> Things are happening. I am very impressed that you knew that. Sorry, I'm just, I'm in a, like a deep, long family hole now. She seems like so she'd I'm, be an Aquarius, though. It's her personality. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. Yeah. I like that for her. Um. So anyway, what was your favorite part? Ooh, so many. I know what mine is. So many. Um, you go there first. Are so you go many first. good parts. You go first. My favorite part was when Justin Long gets his break tan. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I loved it. He purposely doesn't wear the it. goggles. He doesn't understand, and I loved it, and I loved how he was cupping his back into spread, <laughs> and he was really just like horrified and the, the spray was coming from all over and he just he was just yelling <laughs> it was, I just loved the chaos of that scene and the fact that he was just standing there screaming asking for help and no one came to help him I can't believe that spray tan lady didn't explain anything to him nothing she's like it's self explanatory it's not self explanatory I all, I just love that he was, like, covering himself up because, like, that is something I feel like so many of us go through, me being a white person. Um, like, you, you spray tan fully nude. Like. <laughs> I've never gotten a spray tan just before. How I did not know that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. 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 That makes sense. I've, I, there was a girl <laughs> I went to high school with who we all went to like get spray tans because it was right before prom or whatever. And um, we went to get spray tans and this was the tan I told you everyone made fun of me for getting, but I said jokes on you. I looked amazing and you all looked washed out. Mm -hmm. It's true. You did look really good. Um, I looked amazing. Mm -hmm. I was wearing a white dress. Mm -hmm. So wife me up, mm -hmm. <laughs> but don't please. Um, so she was like, Oh my God. We're getting these spray tans. And she was like, I forgot that I was on my period. And so she had a tampon in. And when she finished the spray tan, she like went to put on her underwear and the string was tan. <laughs> <laughs> the string had been tinted. That's actually kind of funny. Because <laughs> you just spray tan fully nude or you can wear your underwear, but then you have tan lines. Mm, yeah. And then your underwear probably so, gets tanned. Yeah. you It washes out. Oh, it does? Still. That's good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it depends how long you leave it on on the fabric. I do remember iconically the um, tweet of someone who got a spray tan and then immediately cried afterwards. <gasps> no. <laughs> Why would they do that? Her boyfriend broke up with her. Oh, my God. Well, if you cry, you look down. <laughs> you let those tears just drop out of your eyeballs. You don't let them run down your face. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was so horrible. What a dumbass. I love that for her. <laughs> I, that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had any like bad experiences with a spray tan, to be honest, but I've never gone to one of those like cubicle things mm -hmm. 
like uh, Justin Long did. You go to like the people. <laughs> to, yeah, they airbrush you. Yeah, you go to where like Vinny and, and Polly go in like, Jersey Shore. When like they don't always get underneath all your boobs oh. because you have to like hold them up. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. A lot of people have seen a lot of my body. Well, hey, yeah, I, we went to Jeju together, so yeah, true, true. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. are. Uh, but hey, Jeju, you've seen a lot of my body. I miss it so much. I miss it so much. I miss it. I... It's all I want to do. All I want to do is go to the the Korean bathhouse with you. Oh God, I would know. I want to sit in a sauna and breathe the same air oh. as someone else. I just. I want to get scrubbed down Ooh. by an older woman. Okay, we have to do the scrub, the body scrub Ugh, next time. I know. We really do. I know. We we chickened out. Yeah. It's kind of expensive though, out. right? It's like kind of pricey. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll save up. Yeah. We'll save up and we'll go and we'll, we'll do it up. and it'll be an incredible experience. We, we haven't been in so long, so we have to do it. I know. Oh my God. Can't wait to get that vaccine, go straight to JJ. Exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm going to do is go to JJ. Provided I'm not the 5% of people it doesn't work on, but. You know, well, fuck. Okay, well, we'll think about that after the vaccine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's my favorite, my favorite scene. Absolutely. I just, I love so that good. he's just covering himself. Like, <laughs> like, why would you? Why would? Why? Like, you let yourself. You get tan all over, baby. Like, I'm. I don't. And he didn't wear the goggles. Yeah. Like, I've never worn goggles doing it. But I'm like, why wouldn't you close your eyes? Why are you opening your mouth and yelling? I just loved it. I loved every second. He of was it. not ready at all. So I'm not ready. Not at all. I loved it. <laughs> it was so good. And then he immediately has sex with her because his spray tan looks pretty good, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has sex with Drew Barrymore. And there's a giant handprint on his butt from where his hand was. <laughs> and apparently one on the front, too. And I just love that we see so much of his butt in this movie. We do. It was unexpected for me. Um, but I was like, you go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Quality cinema. Like, Live your truth. Quality cinema here. Quality. Quality. Um, I think my favorite oh. scene is probably to be real, it is the scene where they fuck on the dining room table. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. And um yeah. basically what happens is that they're just like so they get back to her sister's house where she lives and they're just like super horny and they're like, Yeah, we haven't seen each other in weeks. We're gonna fuck on this table. And he literally takes off his shirt and his whole pants, like to Fully nude. To have sex with her on this table. And they're kind of going fast. That's not how you do it. (laughs) All of a sudden, Christina Applegate comes down, turns on the light, sees them fucking on the table. But then what gets even better is that we look to the right (laughs) and Jim Gaffigan's there. Christina Applegate's husband is just in the dark eating a sandwich watching this And he's like (laughs) drinking a glass of milk. And I'm like, (laughs) ah. Whenever men drink milk in movies or in real life, I'm so grossed out. That was a TikTok. Did you see that? I might have. Yeah, the TikTok where she they Either were there or on Twitter. They were talking it's about like creepy. when it's a creepy thing. When people drink milk on on screen, it's always like supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Yes, yes, I did see that TikTok because she said it was like the juxtaposition of like drinking milk being like as a kid being like innocent and young yeah. and then when it's like a grown man the juxtaposition of those two things are like very creepy yeah yeah but in this case oh. he's yeah boom put it all together oh wow are we film people but who sits in the dark eating a like and the sandwich is like fully prepped mm-hmm. cut in half yeah. 
on the plate, yeah. like with a glass of milk. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you couldn't have turned on the light. You see, you say that, but like, I'm that person. I'm that person who eats but in like, the dark. <laughs> no, but if you were going to fully prepare the sandwich, even cut it in half, mm-hmm. like you're fully awake at that point. You're not just like slapping some salami yeah. between two pieces of bread mm-hmm. and just eating it, munching on it in the, in the dark. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But he sat at the dining room table. You know what? Like, I don't know. No, sh- no idea. You and Michael, you live like moles in the dark. Yeah, it's because so. I hate the sunlight and also any brightness. <laughs> you guys keep it so dark in your house. I'm actually shocked that the lights are on behind you right now. If I wasn't I'm doing the pod, shocked. I wouldn't have it on. I'd be like in the dark in here. <laughs> you would be sitting in the living room with a blanket over my hooded over it'd your be head. This hood. It'd be my like Darth the Vader The penguin hood. blanket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the dark with one candle on I don't and the bomb next to you. I think it's because I'm from Florida <laughs> and I'm afraid of the sun. It's too harsh there, and now I I've retreated yeah. into the north where I no longer it's like need it. When we discover that you only drink ice water and I only drink water without ice. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're, you know, it's like opposites attract <laughs> and we you and like, me. It is opposites attract. Remember when we put ourselves on um the pattern and it was like, you two are not good friends. <laughs> and we were like, well, joke's on you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The joke is on them because our common we're like, we're... tastes are so. Yes. The thing is, why we get along, Libra at Virgo, is because our taste is yes. so perfect. It. Yes. What can I say? Exactly. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? Um, and we've loved each other from the start. That's too. so true. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Ever since I laid eyes Just on you. across the classroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to be her friend. Yeah. She's cute and amazing. I wanted to be your friend because I was like, you're fun. You <laughs> you're fun energy. I was, I was just loud and chaotic in that class. You were like, I know about video games. And I'm like, I don't. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. And you had your little skirt suspenders. And I was like, she's so cute. Thanks. And you were so funny on Twitter. Oh, which thank I loved. you. Thank you. Yeah. I work hard on the tweets, you know? Yeah, I mean, live tweeting uh, our screenings in that class really solidified our friendship. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was so fun. (laughs) Yeah, really good. (laughs) Um, Oh, runner-up for my favorite line, though, is there's a scene where Justin Long, Jason Sudeikis, and Charlie Day, they're all, like, best friends in New York, and they're all at a bar together, and somehow it comes up that Charlie Day can suck his own dick, and he's like, yeah, I suck my own dick. You just got to put your legs over your head and lean back on your back. And Jason Sudeikis goes like, wow, you cut your own hair. You suck your own dick. You're a Swiss army knife. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, I must have missed that because of my airline situation yeah. today. And I only heard the last line. You're a Swiss army knife. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I just sort of let it fly and kept going. I should have rewound. Did, oh my god! Was it a rumor at your middle school that Mar- uh, Marilyn Manson removed his yes. rib? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Everyone knows that. So when he was talking about <laughs> sucking his own dick, I'm like, "Whoa! I didn't know you could do that." My sis- the other day, my sister and I we were talking about how like. Dogs just like to lick their buttholes. Right. And I was like, oh, they're basi- basically just giving themselves rim jobs day in, day out. That's true. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, if humans could lick their own genitals, <laughs> she was like, no one would ever leave the house. No. We'd never get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, and though. it's so true. It's so true. 
the roads would not be built. Yeah. Nothing would, everything would descend into chaos. Nothing. If, people, if men could suck we their own dicks. We would be hunter gatherers once more. If men, yeah. If men we could, would be. If men could suck their own dicks, oh my God, nothing would get done around here. <laughs> or actually, if, if men could suck their own dicks, but women could not mm-hmm. lick their own yeah. <laughs> selves. Yeah. <laughs> Eat themselves out. Then, uh, our society would probably be amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because it would be run by women. Yeah, 100%. But 100%. I'm just thinking about the spinal flexibility that you really do have to have if you're going to suck your own dick yeah. the way Charlie Day was describing. On your back? Yeah. Legs over? That's a yoga move, man. Well, when I was young, mm-hmm. like, maybe in, like, elementary school, middle school, I used to be able to like fully backbend mm-hmm. and then like put my head between my feet mm-hmm. and like I feel like if I had worked at it maybe I could have like gone like full centipede and like wow eating your own butthole in there yeah well maybe not my butthole but yeah anything yeah something whatever was close something could have happened the something could have happened yeah wow I used to I used to be able to do that that's crazy not anymore I mean, yeah no my my ass is too fat for that really to be honest. Yeah, yeah, same. There's a it's way too much flesh. <laughs> um I also really love don't the fact that to Army Hammer. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a really good joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I I feel like we shouldn't be making jokes about that. Okay. It's we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> It was good. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't even know what I was going to fucking say. Oh, Justin Long is a huge Thriving. Top Gun fan in this movie. But then all of a sudden he's yes. like, oh, so what's your favorite movie? Her favorite fucking movie is Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Whose favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption? What? She really, I think, I think something that is interesting about this movie, which like isn't a lot because it's very basic. Yeah. Um, but something that is interesting is that she's kind of a wild card. Yeah. In this movie, like her character, she's all over the shop, and I love it for Drew Barrymore because honestly, a little sick of the same role mm-hmm. over and over again. This one, she gets to be kind of wild. Mm-hmm. She's saying fucking all the time. She's like, I'm gonna She tries come. to fight someone. I'm riding you. She gets kicked out of a bar. <laughs> They're doing phone sex. <laughs> the phone like, sex was, that was, she was so funny. It was so funny. They were like fighting over the logistics of the like fantasy sex they were having. <laughs> like, we're in a car. No, we're in a plane. <laughs> we're in the bathroom. Like, but there's a towel. Like... <laughs> She's like, I don't want to get the toilet stuff all over me. Isn't it illegal to fuck on the plane? She's like, we're going to get arrested. He's like, it's a fantasy. <laughs> That's not, and there's no, there's no police here. Realistically, would you fuck on a plane? No. I don't know if you could get away with it. It's just so small. Unless I have my, like a private cabin. Yeah, it's so small. Also, like, planes give you bubble guts. It's just, <laughs> it's just like not yeah. a good situation, I feel like. And like. My sister said to me recently, she's come up a lot in this episode. Mm. Um, recently, she was like, yeah, before they did that thing that they're doing now on airplanes where they actually like 
take air from outside and circulate it in mm-hmm. um, so that you're not just she was like before that you were just breathing in farts. Oh, she's like, you were literally just breathing in recirculated farts. Ah. And I was like, that's horrifying and so true. Yeah. Because, you know, there are people on that plane farting away. Oh, disgusting. That's gross. <laughs> wow. I know. And I was like, wow, I am so glad I never thought about that before COVID. Yeah, because you drink so much. You eat uh, airplane food, first of all. It makes me so gas. Like, anything you eat before you get on it's an airplane, so it's going to make you feel gassy. There's nothing you can eat that I makes to- you feel not, like, 100% fine before you get on an airplane. It's impossible. No. It's impossible. I have to bring special digestive pills every time I get on a plane. Yeah. And lucky for me, I'm going to be traveling for, like, fucking 24 hours next week, so... Yay. <laughs> yeah. And then you're always dehydrated. I get so dehydrated on the plane. Yeah. I hate it. I have to mm-hmm. wear a mask. I drink so much water. I bring a face mask. I'm like, I got to moisturize while I'm demoisturizing. Oh, me too. You know? I bring my little face wipes too. Yeah. Oh, because you get oily. And dry shampoo is Give always a good one. a facial. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Got a blot. Yeah. They come around with the water and I'm like, refill this baby. <laughs> Except before that, I was bringing my 44-ounce water bottle wow. on the plane, and I would have to chug it before I got into security, yeah. and I'm like, I'm so hydrated. Oh, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> my favorite thing to do before, uh, like, bef- back when you could travel all the time is, like, just drink all, like, mm-hmm. remember you have a water bottle and be like, I'm in security line. I'm five minutes from, like, where you- Time to chug. Here we go. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> I know. It's a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered I have TSA pre-check, and there's the pandemic happening. Fun. That's sad. Yeah, I know. I could be zooming through security lines, <laughs> and I can't. Not me. I'm gonna be stuck everywhere. I go. In regular and TSA, every single time. Oh my god! I... <laughs> okay, I have the funniest story to tell yeah. you. Yeah. I can't believe I never. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was getting on a plane yes. to go visit. A friend, sexual friend, yeah, uh-huh. a lover, if you <laughs> will. You know, obviously, a lover. Um, and I had been trying to get a bikini wax mm-hmm. before that, but I ended up having to get it the day of. So I get the bikini <sighs> wax, whatever. Yeah, go through traveling, um, and I get into security. I get into the thing, mm-hmm. and it like swishes around. <laughs> And then I walk out. I see the chart. She goes, I see the little like image pop up and there is a bright red triangle <gasps> on <her laughs> vagina. <laughs> and they're like, she goes, what's that? And points at my, uh, she's like, what's in there? And like points at my vagina. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and uh, So she, like, had to, like, pull me aside and fill me up a little bit. But I'm, like, turns out this is, um, those sensors are heat-based. Oh, my God. So my skin was just on fire from getting my pubic hair ripped out of it. Yeah, via wax. And, yeah. (laughs) And my skin was just on fire. It was burning hot. And so that is why I got stopped at the airport. Insecurity. (laughs) It's it's one of my best stories, I think. 
And I never told anyone about it until like a few <laughs> weeks ago. Because honestly, like, I think it just didn't register with like everything else that was going on. And I remembered it and I told the story to a bunch of people and I was just like, oh my God. I was like, why is this happening to me? That is so funny. <laughs> I yeah, would have so never got a bikini panic wax attack. the day of traveling. I would have such a panic attack if I didn't like real. Because did you realize immediately, or were you like, no? I mean, yeah, oh. I was like, I was like a hundred percent like heat. My vagina's on fire. Oh, yeah, and I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> like I wasn't about to be like, I got my pubes ripped out. <laughs> like because I'm going to see a lover. Like. <laughs> You don't just tell that to TSA. Oh my God. They didn't earn the right to that knowledge, like the listeners here. Oh my God. I know. It was a wild ride. It's a wild ride. Wow. My skin was suffering. I guess you can call that a sticky situation. You know, I'll tell you, Drew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Barrymore never had to go through that. I doubt it. Justin Long. I doubt it. No. She was smart enough to get her waxes a few days in advance. Probably. Probably. Yeah, <sighs> <And> not me. <laughs> ah, the perils of long distance love. <laughs> I can't I believe that. I, I can't believe it was like it registered that. Wow. And she straight up pointed at it and said, what's in there? What's in there? Girl, you know and what's said, in there. What do you know what's in there? I was like, oh. What's in there? My pussy. I mean, what do you think? I was like, it's my wet ass pussy. <laughs> my hot ass pussy, bitch. I was like, I can't help it. I'm just so sexy. Your warm ass pussy, apparently. It's boiling. Yeah. Boiling over. That's so funny. Oh my God. I wonder how uh, if that ever was, happens to like frequently to TSA people where they're like, yeah. It must. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder if it ever happens, like, if someone's gotten a full body wax. Yeah, I was just and thinking. And then they go through. Like, your armpits. And it's fully red. Or it's, like, just my eyebrows are, like, on fire. Yeah. <laughs> just out on the outside. <laughs> Be like, what's going on Or, like, on if you forehead? got a mustache wax. Oh, oh, my God. What's on your upper lip? That's so revealing. Oh, man, TSA, that's violating, yeah. man. <laughs> Just don't get a wax the day of. I thought it was going to be like an uncomfortable sitting situation kind of deal, but no, no that's so much funnier. Wow. Great story. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that I got to reveal that to the listeners because. Wow. And they got that for free. Not even Patreon. Not even Patreon content. I know. Wow. I should have saved that for Patreon. Imagine what you could get if you Patreon subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the story about uh, my mom f- and my dildo. I don't even know this story, I think. So, no, wow. you don't. Wow. <laughs> I think same trip, actually. Wow. Yeah. Well, hey, there you go. So we'll save that for Patreon. Okay, we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save the good content. Um. <laughs> anyway. Least favorite scene, question mark? Um... Uh, oh, I think when the other girl shows up, the the coworker of Justin Long. Oh, at the bar? Garrett. Yeah, she shows up at the bar. They do, like, shots, and he's being all pissy with Aaron. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, Aaron shows up at his apartment the next day and sees the girl, like, clearly having just 
had a one night stand with someone and she's been in like a committed long distance relationship and they're like, yeah, she slept with Charlie Day. <laughs> and like Drew Barrymore thinks that she slept with Justin Long. Mm. And it's just like, what, like, in what world is this happening? It's like she, like, having sex with him when she's been in this relationship with Mark. Forever. Mark from Miami. I just don't. I didn't like it. I was like, this doesn't track. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of shitty. I didn't like the didn't bar like scene. It. Like, I didn't like that energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, like, when they first meet at the bar, he he does, like, this kind of douchey he's thing. He's weird. Yeah, he's weird. He has weird energy. He's very weird. He had just been broken up with that night. Oh, yeah. That's also the thing is that mm-hmm. technically they're rebounds this whole movie. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, to hook up with someone the night you get broken up with is so rude. Yeah, but it sounded like he wasn't into that girl, but I couldn't tell. It was Leighton Meester. How can you not be into Leighton Meester? Yeah, that's true. He really screwed she the pooch so there. so out of his league in that movie. Yeah, that's true. And he didn't, didn't get, get her it. a birthday gift, but then she said she didn't want a birthday gift. Also, that's a very 2010 rom-com very situation to be in. 2010. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women these days don't yeah. do shit like that, where they're like, I we don't say, really want me... a gift, or like, just get a gift. No. Like, fucking. Or like, I'm like, I want these earrings from you on this yeah. day at this time, and wrap them in this pretty wrapping. It's the same issue as he's just not that into you, where they're playing like mind games that people just don't play anymore. Because yeah. the mind games are yeah. all, like, online. Oof. Yeah. God. Oh, the texting Very lingo true. that they have is so funny. They text oh on a Blackberry. Oh, my God, the texting! <laughs> the texting! <laughs> oh, my God! It was so bad. It was so cute. <laughs> when they were like, are you, are you going to be there? Yeah. I was like, I hate both of you. Oh. I was like, even when I had a phone like that, I used T9, which we discussed mm-hmm. previously in Love, Simon. Yeah. I used T9 texting because it's it's faster, like, to just type out the whole word. Because you just do the, yeah. the clickety-clacking, yeah. you know? You're a real T9 <sighs> pro. That. But this, I guess, is one of the... I am a T9 pro. Uh, this is one of the, like, early movies that used texting on screen, so... Yeah, yeah, because that was also you know? the way, like, everyone communicated was, like, texting like that. It wasn't just, like, how yeah. you texted someone you were interested in. Oh, man, back in the day. Yeah. You, I hope we have some real Gen Z listeners here. I feel like I have lots I of wisdom to impart on you, to be honest. <laughs> There's a lot they don't know. There's a, yeah, listen, you have... I know the game's different. I know you're all on Bumble or TikTok and Snapchat, and, you know, <laughs> you guys are like, uh what are you doing single girls when you're not snapchatting 50 guys or whatever the fuck i see that tiktok all the time and it's just like i never see that oh my god it's just it's i don't know who uses snapchat (laughs) the kids these days christina no okay we stopped using snapchat when they joked about rihanna's domestic abuse we said no we said no more to that okay people and you youths people are trying to bring it back are people our age that i'm telling you everyone my brother's age my brother is like 18 everyone his age still like frequently uses it especially single single kids like I say Snap is dead. I say you shouldn't use yeah, it. Yeah, but at the same time, it was a They're great way to send back. nudes back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I mean, not that I wasn't exactly sending nudes. 
way too scared for that, but <laughs> way too paranoid. Um, yeah, I can't believe I just, they tried having phone sex, but they didn't send nudes. That seems unrealistic to me for 2010. Everyone's nudes were getting linked, leaked in 2010. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah, that's, it was another celebrity. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't like the whole nude leakage. Oh, it's horrible. World. It's very uh, it's so bad. like awful and illegal and bad. Yeah. It's just like objectively why, speaking. Why are, why are you like this? Like the I, um yeah. incels, man. Yeah. Incels. People. People are gross. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Y'all are nasty. Uh, do you have a least favorite scene? Mm. Honestly, like I said before, I think it's like the night they first hook up. It's gross. It's weird. Oh, it's right. weird energy. Sorry, yeah. I w- yes, very true. But then they have that six-week montage where they're just like, the cure is playing, and they go to Coney Island, yeah. and it's so nice, yeah. and everything's so great. And and they like go to the beach. Yeah. Love that sequence. I love a montage yeah. of two happy white people, you know? Yeah. Sure. Falling in love. We love to see I it. I love to see it. I love love, as you love know. Love to see it. Yeah. Well, do you have any fun facts? Oh, yeah. Here we go. My first fun fact is that I've seen so many Justin Long movies in my life. <laughs> my second fun fact is <laughs> I've seen a lot. I've seen so many Drew Barrymore movies in my life, too. Yeah. Yeah. Is this... I? But this is not... This is not my favorite Drew Barrymore role, I think. No. But it's not my least favorite Drew Barrymore role. No, I like her erratic energy in this. I like the fact that she's like a journalist in this. You know, I love a good journalist yeah. storyline. Yeah. I hate her outfits. Most of them are terrible. I hate them. Hate yeah. them. Pretty bad. Mm. I, I don't know if I like Christina Applegate in this movie, though. Um, I like Christina Applegate always, I think. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so I think she just always gives off, like, hot mom vibes. She is a hot mom. Like, yeah. hot, neurotic mom. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like her. I don't know. I just think it's weird that, she, that Drew Barrymore had a friend role and a sister role, like, both scripted like where she had that friend Harper who like came out to events with her and Harper was Mm -hmm. kind of a bitch but also Christina Applegate was kind of a bitch too yeah but I don't know I don't know yeah oh there's also one part where Drew Barrymore almost moves into a murder apartment and that is a great scene oh yeah I did like that I did (laughs) all right here we go Justin Long's scene shot in the film was, oh wait, his first scene shot in the film was the the nude scene where he has sex with Drew Barrymore on the dining room table. Oh my god, what a terrible first scene to shoot. Uh, get the worst one out but of the I way first. You really get some chemistry after that, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, being naked. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jason Sudeikis sports a mustache in the film as he was concurrently shooting another film that required him to have one. Hence a scene oh. specifically written where he explains Justin Long and Charlie Day why he wears a mustache to make older women he is dating remember what it was like to be with men with facial hair in the 70s and 80s. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Well, they that. made it work. 
I thought that scene was really funny. <laughs> okay, wait. I have one weird, weird problem with this movie. Yes. Well, with Drew Barrymore's character in this movie. I think the biggest red flag in this movie mm-hmm. is that when they go to get breakfast the next morning after their first hookup, she is drinking like a Coke, like a soda. Yeah. Morning soda drinkers? Monsters. Oh. You Monsters, mean like every middle school teacher for some reason? I don't, I don't. Why are you drinking a Coke in the morning? Yeah, that's, that's real it's divorce mom energy. That's for sure. It's I just like I, I can't. It's something that's always bothered mm-hmm. me. And I'm seeing it in this movie and I'm hating mm-hmm. it. Hating mm-hmm. it. I'm like, drink a coffee. That makes sense. Or a tea. I hear you. Or water. Hydrate. Don't put that poison in your body in the morning. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it's not the the hill I'll die on with Drew Barrymore in this movie. The hill I'll die on with her was the, the bow tie thing. That one was really the That's worst. Fair. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um Justin Long's character wears the same shirt in two breakup scenes he has in the film. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> and Me neither. uh this is Nanette Bernstein's first fiction film. Previously, she had only made documentaries. Interesting. That's the director of this movie. Oh. Kind of weird. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, okay, this part I did notice because I'm a real, uh, you know, frequent flyer, but Justin Long goes to fly Southwest, and then he says uh-huh. he gets assigned a middle seat. Here's the thing about Southwest. There's no assigned seating. You all, It's all a free-for-all seating on there. So it's like... That's false. You didn't you didn't actually fly Southwest if you got assigned a middle Wait. seat. But if you never pick your seat, then you just get assigned one. No, you don't you don't you don't get it's it's a you don't have no one has seats. It's like you have zones in Southwest. Have you never flown Southwest before? Yeah, I've flown Southwest. No, you don't get a seat. Maybe I've never flown Southwest. I thought I had. It says all their flights have. are open seating, but I don't know if they've always had it, but yeah, yeah, that's their thing. That's why they're in a con. That's how they. That's why they're the airline of love. <laughs> yeah, you sit wherever, so hot people can spot one another <laughs> and sit next to each other. <laughs> and like, that's what they're saying. They're like, we're here for meet cutes. Yeah, this way down these aisles. That's for sure. The lights will guide you to love. Anything can happen on a on smoking that is not allowed. Ooh, that's true, <laughs> but love is. That's like oh, that's like in Valentine's Day, that one scene where they meet on the plane. I don't remember Bradley Cooper and um, Julia Roberts. Oh, but yeah, then we find yeah. out Bradley Cooper's gay. Yeah, yeah. great one. But it was a kind of a mute cute, but it kind of wasn't, you know, because they didn't hook up. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Um, Justin yeah. Long and Drew Barrymore previously dated twice in 2007 and 2008. Oh, sorry, 2007 and what? 2009. Correct. <gasps> so were they dating when they filmed this? Did they film it in 2009? They, yes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. Wow. Yeah, I do remember that. That's crazy. It's cra- What's even crazier is that they had a pre and post uh, housing market crash relationship, you know. 2007 yeah. and 2009? Housing market crash in 2008? Listen. That's monstrous. Did Justin Long and Drew Barrymore cause the economy to crash in America? I don't know. But, you know, th- I'm just going to lay out that timeline for you, dear listeners. Think about it. Think about it. 
Wow. <laughs> it's also, this movie is the 118th biggest grossing film in the U.S. Oh, in 2010. Never mind. That's only one year. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of all time? Like, ever? <laughs> There's no way. Oh, my goodness. And those are our fun facts. Well, that was that was very fun. Yeah. Fun fun facts. Thanks. <laughs> this movie's a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I don't ever want to watch a movie about two white people in a long distance relationship ever again. I don't think they made any other ones. So I think you're in luck. Good. Yeah, I think you're in luck. <laughs> really, really nope, dumb. That's not like, true. It's not a, it's not a rom com, but remember like crazy, that one? Where she has the visa? No. <gasps> Man, that was a real rom drum. I don't remember. Super cry movie. Uh fuck. Someone British and white. And um uh, well. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't tell you. But I'll look it up later. I'll tell you. Like okay. crazy. I think. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Hopefully. Uh. Alright, folks. Well, that's the end of our episode. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at romcomsweveloved at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us at to all the romcoms. <laughs> or you can Instagram us at romcomsweveloved. Or follow us on TikTok at romcomsweveloved. Wow. TikTok? Yay! We love it. Clearly. Yes, we do. And also uh, Patreon, www.patreon.com slash to all the rom-coms. Ugh. So try and get those straight. For sure. <laughs> and if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast and rate yes. and review us because that helps, you know, show love for other people. And we love, as you know, <laughs> we love love. The thing. Yeah. The thing we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Clear. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>